welcome to episode 5 of Happy and Healthy Earth. Last episode, I talked about the fast fashion industry and its effects on our society and ecosystem. Today, I'm going to be answering your questions. I would like to start by saying that these answers are my opinion based on research that I have done. I do not mean to offend anyone and would like to state that I do believe that anyone could have any opinion on these subjects and that there is no right or wrong answer. I will be distinguishing between fact and opinion in my answer so that there is no confusion as to what is opinion and what is not. Check the description for the links to the sources I used for my research. Question number one, is vegan and vegetarian healthier? So to start, I'm going to define the two words and clarify their differences because I get asked about that a lot. So vegan is when there are no animal products whatsoever. If it is or comes from an animal, it's an absolute no. Even with products like clothing or like, I don't know, your hairbrush or whatever. Um, so this includes but is not limited to meat, poultry, fish, crustaceans, gelatin, dairy, eggs, red dye 40, leather, wool, or any other product that was produced by something that was once a living creature. Um, vegetarian is when anything that was once an animal is not consumed. For example, meat, poultry, fish, crustaceans, gelatin are not consumed because they are the animal or the creature themselves, but things like wool, dairy, and eggs are still consumed and used because they are not the physical animal. They just come from the animal. So now let's get into the health benefits of these diets. There have been studies that show that plant-based diets reduce the likelihood of the development of diabetes by one half. These diets are full of antioxidants, which reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease. Plant diets also reduce cholesterol levels. If research is done properly, one can satisfy every nutritional need through a plant-based diet. Studies show that these diets increase metabolism and burn calories 16% faster. A plant-based diet can also feed more people than a meat-based diet because as of right now, a huge percent of grain and corn is fed to livestock kept for consumption. Plants contain 10 times more protein per acre than meat. Plant-based diets are also better for the environment. Emissions from the meat industry contributes to more of the CO2 emissions than vehicles and factories combined. Eating plant-based for one day a week cuts the equivalent of driving 1,160 miles per year. So 10% of the grain used to feed animals in the meat industry could be used to feed the entire population of starving people throughout the entire world. If less people ate meat, less people would starve. Overall, in my opinion, vegan and vegetarian diets are healthier and more environmentally friendly. I've personally been vegetarian for three and a half years and was vegan before that for six months. And I have noticed that I have less body fat, more energy, healthier skin, less bloating, and better digestion. I've also been told by my personal doctor that I am a healthy weight and I'm getting enough nutrients and protein. Question number two, doesn't acknowledging equality sort of ruin its purpose? Absolutely not. Unfair treatment is a huge issue in today's society, whether people want to acknowledge it or not. Acknowledging it brings awareness to the issue. Lots of people don't even know about how unequal things are today. So talking about it makes people more conscious of the fact that everyone is treated unequally in some way. As Annabelle and I said in the third episode of this podcast, equality isn't exactly the right term to use. The definition of equality is giving everyone the same thing. 
Equity is a better term to use because this means giving everyone what they need. Some people need more than others. This is one of the biggest reasons why acknowledging equality or equity is super important. Think about a school classroom, for example. Each student has their own way of learning. There may be students with disabilities who need extra help with learning, and if the teacher gave an equal amount of help to each student, the success rates would remain the same because the students with disabilities are still not receiving the help they need. But if the teacher acknowledges that some of her students need extra help, the teacher can get the student the assistance they need and make sure they get the most out of the class. This not only raises success rates, but also creates a better environment for the students because they are learning in the best way possible and are succeeding, which makes them more willing to continue learning. If the teacher had not acknowledged and accommodated those students, their success rate would not have been as important and therefore they would have less of a chance of succeeding. This example is one of the hundreds of situations that acknowledging equity is super important. Question number three, why are people against equality? So this is a really hard question to answer because there are so many answers to this question. Um, generally, people are against equality because of the way they were raised or their age or their religion. Um, people born in the 80s or earlier were raised in a society where equality and equity weren't really a focus. Um, some people were raised in today's society by parents who were born in a time that women were seen as inferior, being anything but straight could get you killed, people of color were not welcome, and so on. Other people practice religions that frown on the LGBTQ+, or see women as inferior, etc. There are hundreds of reasons that people are against equality, and I can't really answer that question with one simple answer. Question number four, what does diversity mean to you? To me, diversity means variety and acceptance. It means that a community is full of different cultures and backgrounds and everyone is accepting of one another. Question number five, how do you feel about the child labor industry in clothing and what do you do to combat those issues? So to give some background on this question, the child labor industry in clothing is a huge issue that lots of people know nothing about. In the fashion industry, there are factories called sweatshops. These shops are where clothing for brands are created. People who work here are in an unsafe environment and get paid little to nothing. If you'd like to hear more about this, listen to episode four of my podcast. Children are often put to work in these shops because they are little and can fit into the machines to fix them. This is a huge safety concern. These children break bones, are exposed to extremely dangerous chemicals, lose limbs, get life-threatening infections, and even lose their lives. Some children are used to make the clothes themselves because they have better eyes and smaller hands to get detailed work done easier, faster, and better. These children are often unpaid and do not get food or water breaks. Some work for days at a time. These children suffer from dehydration, weight loss, malnutrition, and exposure to chemicals. To combat these issues, I do not buy from brands. I will not give my money to an industry that is completely inhumane. I shop secondhand or take clothing from my friends and family that they no longer want. If I'm wearing a name brand like Forever 21 or Urban Outfitters, I've either gotten it from someone or bought it secondhand. Question number six. Do you feel the same way with makeup companies testing on animals? Animal testing is an awful practice in my opinion. Our society today is advanced enough to be able to create products with safe ingredients. Animal use, animals used for testing suffer hundreds of conditions like chemical burns, cancer, heart attacks, brain damage, poisoning, loss of hearing and sight. 
Some animals are impregnated, killed, and then their fetuses are used in testing. 115 million animals are used in animal testing each year. In the United States, it is legal to test on chimpanzees, which are 95% human in their DNA. These animals are innocent and have no way of defending themselves from these tests. If the product contains ingredients that may be harmful to humans, why would they use that ingredient in the first place? And just because we are the most advanced species on the earth, why does that make us better than any other species? Because we made the most out of our resources and they didn't? How is that fair? Almost every product can be made organically with no harmful chemicals and no animal testing and still does the exact same thing. So what's the point? If using chemicals in beauty products can kill animals and be potentially harmful to humans, why not use our natural resources to make the same product safe for everyone? Brands like Elf, Urban Decay, Lush, Avita, Kat Von D, Smashbox, NYX, Wet n Wild, Pacifica, Milani, and Too Faced are fantastic cosmetic brands that, makes, that make most, if not all, of their products free of animal testing. Their products have wonderful quality and are some of the top makeup brands in the world and have proven that makeup can be created without animal testing. Question number seven. How are you currently doing on your no trash year? So for those of you who don't know, I made a New Year's resolution for 2019 to go trash free. This has been quite difficult for me since I'm living in a dorm. Uh, my dorm does not have a kitchen or a dishwasher, which means that the most convenient items come in packaging. I also get tons of papers from classes, which is again not helpful in reducing my waste. But I feel that I have gotten a great start to eliminating all of the trash in my life. Um, I've switched to all sustainable bath products, reusable dishes, metal straws, bulk foods when I need something from the grocery store. Um, I take most of my notes on my laptop, things like that. When I get food from the dining hall, I only grab unpackaged items and make sure that if I grab fruit, it does not have a sticker. Thankfully, our dining hall has switched to biodegradable takeout containers, so that's very helpful. The type of trash I produce the most is from fast food. I bring along my reusable cup and straw, but sometimes there's no easy way around trash with that, and because I'm a college student, takeout is one of the only types of food I can afford, especially when the dining hall's not open. But um, overall, I think that I actually am doing really well with this, and I have noticed a huge decrease in trash um, in my life. Question number eight. What is the best way to start living a sustainable lifestyle? With living in college, what are some of the things I can do to live a sustainable lifestyle um, without ruining my budget? So I combined three questions into one, one big answer because it just made the most sense. Um, living a sustainable lifestyle in college can be difficult because of money. I personally have found lots of ways to save money because of this eco-friendly lifestyle. Um, there are two really big tips that help me the most. The first is to reuse. I have asked my friends and family to save every glass and aluminum bottle or container that they get so that I can use it for storage and repurposing. Um, use them for storage instead of Ziploc bags or plastic water bottle. Um, get sustainable silverware to leave in your bag just in case your dining hall only has plastic. Bring your own straw and to-go cup everywhere. Many places like Starbucks will give you a discount if you do this, and I know that our dining hall and um, little cafes around campus also do that. Um, Go thrift shopping instead of going to the mall. Thrift shopping saves a ton of money and avoids supporting the fast fashion industry. Um, count the number of clothing items that you have in your closet. How many of them are from big fashion brands? How many of them were thrifted? Think about how much money you could save if the majority of that was thrifted. If you can walk somewhere instead of driving, then I recommend you walk. This saves gas and prevents unnecessary emissions. My second biggest tip 
is to replace the things as you use them. When you finish your toothpaste, buy a recyclable, reusable aluminum tube or make your own in a glass container. When you're out of dryer sheets, invest in dryer balls. When you're all out of feminine products, invest in a Diva Cup to cut back on waste and save a ton of money. Did you know a Diva Cup comes in over 20 different shapes and sizes and only costs $45 a year? Most females spend around $2,000 a year on products such as pads and tampons and extra money on medicine to relieve pain. Try buying product like perfume and hairspray in glass or aluminum bottles. Shampoo and conditioner bars last a long time and are super easy to transport, are cheap because of how natural and how long they last, and are healthier for your hair. Um, check out the blog on my website, meganhopecreations.co, for specific products. Finally, recycle and compost. Both of these can be done in college and on a budget. If you know for a fact your school does not recycle, take it home with you or find somewhere close to you that will take your recyclables. Same with composting. Either just scatter it around on the grass outside, take it home, or find somewhere close to you that will take your compost. Make sure you look into what can be recycled or composted. Question number nine. How does our carbon footprint affect the planet and why do people not believe in it? So a carbon footprint, it, footprint is the amount of greenhouse gases that one person creates in their lifetime. These gases contribute to global warming. There are thousands if not millions of things that contribute to one's carbon footprint. Driving, eating red meat, light bulbs, plastic trash bags are just a few examples. 20 tons of CO2 is produced a year by a single American. Climate change will have a number of effects on our planet. It warms the, warms the oceans, which reduces the amount of oxygen in the water, therefore harming the plants and creatures that live there. Our freshwater supply will decrease because of the ice caps and glaciers that are melting, which store three-fourths of the world's fresh water. Because of this, droughts and extremely hot days will be worse and more frequent. Plants and animals will be forced to change their habits and locations due to the change, which will affect agriculture and the meat industry. It also exposes humans to more diseases because of their increase of insects that thrive in hotter and drier environments. Many species will die out because they will not be able to survive in the new climate. Go to carbonfootprint.com to see what effect you have on the world. It is important to understand what effect you have on the planet because without understanding that, it is hard to understand why climates are changing. Once you've seen how much you personally contribute, it becomes more realistic and obvious that both humans and the environment itself are at fault for this. People do not believe in this for a number of reasons. The first being that we are still experiencing low temperatures and there, was not, there has not been a drastic increase of temperature in the past few decades. Second, the human race has been warned multiple times that we would run out of resources by a certain year and when it got to that year, we still had those resources, therefore proving that the warning was incorrect. Others say that the temperature readings are inaccurate due to the placement of weather buildings. To me, these are a bit of a stretch. Based on my personal research, I believe that humans are responsible for global warming because of the amount of greenhouse gases everyone uses. That was my last answer. So um, thanks so much for sending in your questions and for listening to this episode. Um, I hope that I answered these questions well enough. Um, if you still have more questions or need clarification, please do not hesitate to contact me. I love talking about stuff like this. So um, yeah. Again, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Happy and Healthy Earth.
Next week, we will be having some girl talk, so join us in next time.